Hey guys, this is Love and Meets with entrepreneur, philanthropist, Dr. Harmeek Singh on his secret to success and Dubai Women's Run. Honestly, what a man, what a leader, what an entrepreneur. The amount of tips and advice he gave on just changing your mindset and getting into the mindset of manifesting and you know, achieving and the smaller wins in life. Incredible. Definitely a podcast you guys should be listening to. And he spoke about his thoughts and take on feminism. Welcome back to the Love and Dubai show. Industry leader, entrepreneur and philanthropist. Our next guest is founder and owner of Plan B Group and also the race chairman for Dubai Women's Run, which is kicking off this Sunday. Welcome to the show, Dr. Hamik Singh. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to the show, may I say. Thank you. Yes, uh, welcome back to the studio, to so the office. And your story is a classic rags to riches, one that Dubai talks about so often. Do tell us about that. See, I think uh, Dubai is all about stories and Dubai is one place that everybody finds uh, their own version of how they want to actually move forward. And it so happened 21 years ago when I came in this part of the world, it was something that I was unknown to what am I going to do. There was nothing that probably I bring on with uh, uh, something that I would carry as an experience apart from being an uh, entrepreneur and coming from an entrepreneur's uh, family as well, background. But then again, it so happened that uh, I had my first job which happened to be probably I had to look out for because I did not work for anybody before that. So it was 2,750 dirhams. Per month? Per month, yeah. And it came down that I had to know that breaking down would make me a little bit more stronger. So working towards a part where I found one part of it, it was 18 hours a day. And I started working for a company 10 months. I jumped onto another one. The salary was 6,500. Working uh, closely with a lot of my clients made sure that probably I was creating a, a kind of a credibility for myself. So whatever I was given, there was a word that probably everybody was spreading around that if uh, Harmeek has got it, he's going to do it. So started from a small, humble beginnings. Uh, second job led me to having leave that job because all the clients that I serviced in my previous company and with uh, the support of the company that I joined, <clears throat> I was servicing them and I was still managing them. So it came down, I was earning 250,000 dirhams a month. So I had to make a call that should I be sailing in boats or should I actually have a plan B? So plan B was formed. Wow. <laughs> How did you become... For anyone here uh, who wants to take advice from a successful entrepreneur, how did you become indispensable to those clients? What did you have that other people weren't doing? See, I think it's to do with the, the time that you start looking at someone that you're working with as a client, it would remain a line drawn when you look at yourself as a partner. So I have always looked upon with the fact that if I am working, I have got a responsibility. 
that's where it's not about taking what has been given to me, but then giving back a little bit more extra. And that extra mile always works. I have always uh, had a little bit of a creative flair. So I see things differently. And since the time that I began, I tried to give it my touch and it worked. And uh, it was zero uh, kind of negatives, the kind of uh, projects that probably I've worked on, one thing led to the other. So if you have one successful client and you're working with them, they will give you 10 more. And it worked uh, brilliantly well. It was once I began, I was the driver, I was the accountant, and I was a client servicing person as well. But uh, it is history, and it was uh, something that I would consider that made me who I am today. Mm-hmm. That's so inspiring. And a lot of people, I'm sure you've heard in like our generation specifically, like they say it was easier back then to start your own business, to um, you know form that clientele, form like form your own company, like step out, branch out. And now it's a lot more difficult, you know, with like just seeing the business landscape across the world. Do you agree with that? I would consider that each uh, period, each era has got its difficulties, but I think we all adapt to it. So today, if I'm not relevant, this sector or this era, I should not be here. So it's all about adaptability. And I think it's mind over matter. Uh, The generation that I feel right now, and I do a lot of mentorship as well, I feel that they need to probably be a little bit more consistent, have a little bit more patience, because it does not fall on your lap. we have to work towards it and it's to do with the fact that probably we've got so much tools so many kind of uh, things available to this generation so we cannot complain it's interesting because following on from what someone said you came here in 2003 and made your de- dreams come true do you think dubai is still making dreams happen for people do you think someone moves here now with your work ethic but on the same salary do you think they can still make those dreams happen see i think uh, the times that i came it was very kind of a stereotype of what people would work. Breaking that stereotype was something that it's a mindset and people had a preset mind. This is how it happened. This is how it would be. But now things have changed. So I did not have in my period when I started, there was no concept called startup. There was no concept called that there is going to be angel investors or whoever. So there is a lot of opportunity right now. And I think if you have, when you look at a market, when you look at a market and you see there's a gap, That gap in the market is your success story. You fill that gap and you will have people. But then again, you have to be honest towards that. You have to look at a long-term perspective because a lot of uh, new entrepreneurs, a lot of new companies, organizations, they open up. But having a short-term vision, they do not actually go that distance. So, mm-hmm. You know, right now, it sounds so golden and like it just everything, uh, you know, fell into your lap at the right time. But was it like that or were there days when you were just like, you know, you you felt lost and you're like, what am I doing? Should I give up and go back home? And like, you know, Dubai is no longer the place for me. So I come, my family background back home in India, I come from a very uh, affluent family. I used, we used to be very affluent. So I might say that I was born with a silver spoon. But then again, having not worked for anybody, that made my whole approach towards life completely shuffle. So once I came over here, it is, no love story over here. There was no bed of roses. I come from uh, northern part of India. So walking uh, Sheikh Zayed Road and reaching to Dera, walking, with having no money for the bus as well. So I had nosebleeds every day. So it was a very tough period for me to adjust. And I was definitely at a brink of giving up. But the fact that probably the belief was there, and I had one thing that probably I had considered that I've come over here. And I think that's 
something that I would not give up without giving it a good shot. And I had a reason because I was very clear that I had uh, my daughter. So I was looking at her that I cannot be a failure as a father. So started working and that was my reason. I think uh, it gave me a lot of courage. A lot of falls is something that probably makes you harder. So I have fell many times and I think today it's not about falling. It's about getting up all the time. And I have... Uh, now I can weather any storm that probably comes my way. Well, that's interesting. And it's really strong words. And something that you've been quoted as before as saying is failure is not meant to stop you. Exactly. So what would advice would you give to people who are facing failure right now and they're struggling today to get something across the line? Uh, like I said, it's perseverance. When, when we're talking about the biggest and the thickest of walls will also break if you're hitting the same spot. But if you're actually not focused and if you're not having that kind of passion towards what you want to do, you will always look at a small failure might probably deter you. I consider, do not go for big wins, go for smaller wins. The day that begins for you, it could be probably a very small thing that probably makes you positive and that's where your manifestation comes into play. Uh, I, during recession 2008, everybody was talking about that, how people are leaving and this is not a place to be. So we were getting some business at that point and it was like, if I'm looking at a business worth a million dirhams, it's not happening. It's not coming because there's no business on that. So change your mindset. Expectations were changed and we were going for 50,000 dirhams and 20 of them. So we still make our version of how we want to do. It's to do with adaptability. It's also to do with perseverance. I don't think that probably there's a perfect world that falls into your lap. It is to do with that what comes your way, adapt it and see that as an entrepreneur, learn the art of being like water because water takes the shape, how it goes and move forward. Flow is what makes you grow. So that's how I believe in my life. And today, if I'm working with millennials, if I'm working with Gen Z, if I'm going to work with probably the next generation as well, I adapt and I learn from them. And I also like to see that probably my knowledge has been shared because it's a good combination of the youth and uh, the kind of knowledge that I bring on the table. Oh, that's so amazing. And it's such a key uh, aspect, you know, adaptability, because be it any age, be it any, um, I think, department or whichever field you work in, the key thing is adaptability, no matter what 100%. you do. Uh, so on Instagram, one, very common posts that people see are like entrepreneur mindset posts, right? Like what, uh, like what habits you should be developing to get into that mindset and really change your life around. So what habits have you developed over the years that you feel like has had an impact on? I think uh, the first uh, that I put, like to put across is research. So I kept keep myself alive to what is happening and that's very important. And then once you know your ground, then your planning and your vision. If you don't have a vision, if you want to go from here to Sheikh Zayed, but then again, you have a destination. If you don't have a destination, you're just going to be circling around. So create your visions. Don't create uh, something that is very distant. Have smaller destinations and you're going to probably start walking towards it. But I think purpose, a destination, looking at where probably we look at those smaller wins and positives. This is something that an entrepreneur should look forward for. Bigger wins might come, but it does not happen every day. So wait for the smaller things happen, the clouds are there and it will rain. Interesting. Um, speaking of habits, uh, it kind of brings me on to the next question because we were talking about what is the day life? Uh, what is a day like for you? Like, like, do you have the same routine every day that you subscribe to? Or are you a bit more mixed in how you approach your days? So I come uh, 
from a sector and the industry that never believes in being planned. So that's why we had uh, a coined name for my group called Plan B. So timing and everything else in and that's this the, and, uh, events. Events industry. So events industry now because we've uh, expanded on different sectors as well. But the fact is, it is to do with what, how we approach today. But fairly, I may say that I'm not retiring as yet because I still am a learner, and uh, the passion still drives me. And anything that I create, I still keeps me going in my life. So the day begins with uh, the kind of version of being creative, sitting with the team, being the team a kind of a member, looking at that, how we can raise the bar each time. Once we do something, we have to be a refined version. And I can proudly say that me and my team, we don't repeat ourselves. We'd like to see the probably how differently we can work on things. So the day begins with creative uh, sessions. The day begins with the research. And then uh, it goes on with meetings. But it's not as hard as it used to be. So not. 18 hours a day anymore, but yes, 10, 8 to 10 hours. Mm -hmm. So to get a little personal, like your daughter must be so proud of you, so incredibly proud of you, all the things that you've done for, like, you know, just keeping her in mind. But back home, how's the reaction to just the name that you've made for yourself here? See, I, I would like to probably just uh, put a couple of points for people to probably also relate to what has happened to me. So back home, it's, it's something that probably we... I, I'm a very proud Indian and a very proud Emirati as well. The fact is that it is people look up to you. If you can actually inspire, and the inspiration does not come from the, uh, the stars that you see. It's not about the people that you see on your screens or the poster boys. It's the people that are around us because that's relatable. So once I did something, a lot of people actually just probably started believing in that. And I think that's how we should probably have the... Uh, the candle lighting other candles as well. This is something that I believe in. So over here, I would like to put this across, coming across from uh, a non uh, kind of a business or UAE or any experience, an ethnic coming as an Indian, a non-Muslim, this place has been the best place when it comes down to acceptability, the tolerant part, and I got equal opportunities. And today, I'm proud to say that probably I was at the right time and in the right place, Dubai, UAE. Thank you so much. Speaking of being, that's true, uh, powerful words. I feel like a lot of people will gain a lot from that um, because we are, as we said early in the show, 200 nationalities, many of us coming here at different phases in our life and trying to find a home. And many of us thank Dubai for the privilege that it gives us. Um, speaking of, uh, this Sunday, Something cool is happening. I'm going to be down there. Um, what is Plan B's involvement with Dubai Women's Run? So I took over uh, after the seventh edition. So it had become a little stagnant, even though, like I said, this region, this place has been ahead of time. So when people were thinking about gender equality or things that has to be acceptable, UAE and Dubai, we came up with the biggest sporting platform for women and a running platform. We all know that probably it is sports that probably gives you that kind of a, a perfect balance of your mental, your your soul and your fitness as well. So once it came down to me, I was very keen on doing that and I was very keen on working with UAE Athletic Federation. So I took over. So I am a co-owner, a co-brand IP owner for this one. The passion has been driven because I have had very strong women in my life. And then if it is something that probably I look at, it's not a run. It's an emotion. It's a platform. It's a community that's coming together. It's something probably we do not believe that 5th of November uh, it's going to finish because we have so many things lined up and 
it is growing and it is something that it is not my project it is everybody's project and for once i want to break the stereotype which i spoke about yesterday as well that let's break the stereotype it's not always a woman behind a man's success let's stand behind a woman as well that's... oh no honestly that's amazing but you've said you have a lot of strong female influences in your life so what are your thoughts on feminism i think uh, it is to do with when i see feminism when i see that advocacy for equality i don't think and again i'm repeating myself from yesterday's interview i don't think that uh, women need any kind of uh, platforms to be equal i think women are superior the kind of thing that women are doing men can only think of so i strongly believe that it is to do with that communication opening up the platforms and the mindset that needs to change and it is to do with the fact that probably today when i see a lot of strong women today ua uh, boasts of that look at the ministers look at how we have uh, had uh, like the ministry for uh, climate change and atmosphere her excellency mariam almari and the first one to see that probably it is the she's the head of cop 28 but once she knew that probably this is something that can be a platform she is uh, coming for dubai women's run and she's running as well so that's what i mean that it is to do with that how we perceive this and it is to do with a change and a shift in society which is happening right now that it's not about equality i think equality should be for everything gender equality for sure but i feel that probably women are doing so well i feel like um sorry you're right everything you said i uh, just want to ask like you know a lot of mindsets are so regressive in places like india for example right like especially with men what is the one thing you would like to cha- see change in that aspect uh it's always going to be the first balloon that busts so when you see things like people now i i'm not going to talk about any region but then again women have started to drive cars in some regions now which was something probably was not acceptable so i have been a part of a foundation for women and children uh, which is again a part of where probably you are uh, known to for violence against women and children so i have been a part of that i was a ambassador for them as well 25th of november uh, is a international day for violence against women and it's an orange day we still celebrate that so my first campaign with them and we coined it it was called speak up so speak up is one thing that probably is so strong till you do not talk about it, till you do not let anybody know it's never going to change and it has been a criteria that has been followed world over i i think india i think anywhere southern asian or anywhere there's a culture that probably is it is progressing and the only thing that can progress make it progress is education and communication and acceptability one thing like i said the first bub- bubble or the first balloon that burst it is going to be a horde of people who are going to come out and that's what it is going to be and i think that probably we are on a good track with india we're on a good track with many other countries where women are leading the pack amazing well leading the pack and also we had an interview just last week also about dubai women's run and the women who'll be down there and the main key message that she brought to us was that it's going to be a excuse me it's good. can i have <laughs> thank you sorry my mic fell um oh it's still connected thank you Well, speaking of supporting women, thank you so much. Um, it's about it's an event about supporting women, and I cannot wait to get down there. And we really do see it going from strength to strength every year. Uh, so thank you for being kind of the uh, with Plan B, kind of leading the charge on that. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And uh, just as a parting message, I would like everybody to come and be a part of this uh, great platform, a platform that probably represents in an intrusive sense of uh, what Dubai is. We have. 
160 nationalities already registered with us. Wow. And we look forward for men to hold the cradles and take care of the children when our women run. Yes, please. Yes. 6 a.m. this Sunday, Dubai Festival City. We'll see you down there. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of our show. We're back with you tomorrow morning, same time, same place. Goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So-